Good day, everyone. This is Vince Hawkins. And this is Bill Molden. And this is the Vince and Bill Podcast. Welcome. And we are fired up to be here because we have just celebrated an amazing worship service outside. We had, what, 225 people there. Socially distancing, wearing masks. It was awesome. And we had an amazing performance uh, by Ken Calinato and his daughter, Vanessa, and his buddy, we think his name is Jack, uh, and of course our own very own Dan, the drummer man. Yes. Uh, and boy, they just did a set while everyone was out, uh, hanging out, enjoying God and all the favor of the people. It was an amazing time. It really was a blessing. We met on the north side of the building, our campus. We have lots of green space here, so we have a lot of trees that are kind of covering uh, our area where we are, and so... It was uh, it was really a good time. It was just get out, good to get out and see people. It's good to get out and hear live music, to sing. It was powerful overall. Yeah, it was an amazing time. Actually, lots of tears uh, in the fellowship as people got a chance to see one another again. And boy, you know, there's just no replacing that. And hearing the sing- the singing, the neighbors were coming out. Yes, uh, one neighbor was uh, recording us. We think in a good way. <laughs> we think uh, so. We, we think th- so. we're pretty sure it's, it was a good thing. Uh, but kids were riding their bikes. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of the service. It was awesome. They felt right at home. Uh, so. You know, and I kept saying, "Let the little children come to me. Don't say anything." <laughs> right. You know, but uh, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal time. And also the, you know, the uh, the communion time. You know, uh, Vince actually had uh, two sermons coming into. The the uh, outdoor service today. Yeah. One was kind of the the next installment of our Ephesian series, and then one was uh, about that uh, bitter bitter water being made sweet uh, yeah. out of Exodus. Yeah, this is a sermon that I stole uh, probably twenty years ago, and uh, it just sort of hit me. I don't know the, the spirit moves. I went on a prayer walk yesterday morning with uh, Charles Wisdom in my Bible talk, and. You know, he he commented on all of the trees that are in Tower Grove Park, which is the park near where I live. Um, I knew we'd be meeting, you know, under the trees would provide cover for us. And and, uh, so I thought, you know, and as I was working on a sermon, I thought, you know, this is going to be long. We're going to be outdoors, maybe a little warm. People are just not going to be paying attention to a 30-minute sermon. So we need to just sort of convince, condense this down to what we call a sermonian. Right. A sermon and communion. Right. Brilliant. Anyway, uh, but uh, but it's awesome. Um, we um, were able to do that. And I, I was struck, uh, reminded of this passage in uh, Exodus chapter 15. And uh, Exodus, of course, you all know is one of the great dramatic books in the Bible. So much... Good stuff going on in Exodus. Uh, and so this particular story, which is, you know, it, in the grand scheme of things, it seems a little out of place. It really does. But it is a foreshadowing, I believe, of something greater. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and just to, in case you guys have not listened to the to the service, which you need to stop the podcast right now and go listen to the service. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you get this idea that they've been traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just getting started. And, you know, and like, man, they just go days without water. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, when you're in a desert and you're thirsty, it's different than when you're in Missouri and thirsty. <laughs> yeah, I went for the run. I'm thirsty. No, this is. No, yeah. This is three days in the heat, no shade. They're, they're struggling. 
And uh, and what's interesting is that as they start to grumble, Moses' response is that he cries out to God, and then God shows him a log. (laughs) He shows him a tree. He shows him a stick of wood, depending on which translation. And it's interesting, and you made a fantastic point about this, that from there, God made this statute and rule, and there he tested them. Yeah, I think that's really what this is about. I mean, you know, we, we see this constantly that God does test us. I think we're going through tests right now. We're always going through tests. Those, those tests, they vary. I think as a nation, as a humanity is being tested now constantly, but as a nation, we're being tested with the social unrest. We're being tested with the political division. We're being tested, right, with COVID-19. This is a time of testing, and so... I we, we, we have to look at this and go, wow, what is it that God is trying to bring to the surface? Right. What is it that God is trying to draw out of us? I think God tests us because he wants to know what's in our hearts. That's right. He wants us to know what's in our hearts. And once that surfaces, then God can say, you know what? He can refine us. He can shape us. He can mold us. And then we can go on to great blessing, you know, uh, great fruitfulness and 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 representing God in a way that well that he wants us to represent him so yeah and and what a what an amazing thought yeah. you know if we were to to kind of pause and just kind of examine what has come out of us during this time of pandemic and the social unrest what what feelings that we know are not god centered but man they are very real and and what we do about them is kind of just as obscure mm. as Moses crying out to the Lord and the Lord showing him a log, a tree, yeah, and saying, "Throw this into what is bitter." Yeah. And I thought you did a great job of saying, "Isn't that what the cross is supposed to do?" And so this, even though it was a short communion, and there's a good chance our podcast will actually last longer than the actual <laughs> sermon did, yeah. you know, I, I do think what an amazing point, because there's going to be a lot of folks listening to us who will really identify that, yeah, this pandemic has brought some things out of me. I'm angrier than yeah. I've been. Yeah. I, I feel more lonely than yeah. I've ever been. I'm more fearful. Yeah, I'm more fearful. I'm more disappointed. I'm more frustrated. And really, and and then you hear the thing, and yeah, that's happening because God is testing you. Well, that's not encouraging. <laughs> but the most encouraging thing is, is that God has already provided the answer. You just got to take the things that are bringing the bitterness out yeah. and bring them to the ultimate tree. And that is the cross of Christ. Well, that's amazing. And we were talking here a little bit earlier that, uh, you know, the Israelites, right, God, although God had done all of this for them, right? Though God had brought them out of God, the, the plagues in Egypt, the, the the fact that they plundered Egypt as they left Egypt, true. The fact that they crossed over the Red Sea, God gave them the Ten Commandments. All of these things that happened, and yet still, what? Right? The Israelites are still they're having a hard time trusting God. That's right. God having a hard time really believing. So. But isn't that how we are? Totally. When we begin to get uncomfortable. God is amazing. God is awesome until God makes my life a little bit uncomfortable. When mm-hmm. God messes up my regiment and my mm-hmm. routine, he starts getting in my kitchen, so to well. speak. Now I got a problem. So we 
that's when we struggle. But I, right. I, again, I can't imagine three days with your kids thirsty, your animals thirsty, you're thirsty, and then water ahead. Yes, we're at the water. We can't drink it. It's bitter. That is the moment when many of us quit. That's right. That is the moment when I've had enough. I'm yep. sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's right. I'm going back. You know what I mean? I'm done. I'm done with this God thing. I'm done with Moses. I'm done with my kids. I'm done with my spouse. I'm done with this, you know, I'm done with whatever, right? We begin to blame and we just, we quit. We give up. Oh, just a little too early. Right. It's a faith thing, right? Yeah, it, it totally is. And, you know, and kind of, if we were to keep going, if you had more time, uh, that very next verse. Yeah. Uh, that you didn't get a chance to cover today really kind of highlights like never quit because the next verse is that you know they 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 have this uh, healing of the water and and it, and then it's then they came to Elam like it's literally right around the right corner around the corner and there are twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees and they encamp there by the water that's right that's right. It's more, all, water than they, more water than they know to do it. Yeah, one one spring per tribe. <laughs> That's exactly yeah, I mean, it literally you could not have asked for a better place, and yet, uh, I you know, our fear is that this is what some will do. Yeah, some will get to a, what seems to be like, oh well, here's the water, and it's Mara. Yeah, and then they'll go, well, forget it then. Yeah, when really, if you will just trust in the tree. Yeah. If you will just bring the fact that Jesus came down, walked like you and me. That's right. Had his own set of frustration and and saw so much injustice and his response was, "Father, forgive them. They know not what they're doing." Took it upon himself and then said, "This is the way. Come follow me." That's a great point, Bill, because I think sometimes as Christians, we 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 honestly like the Israelites we really don't think that Jesus is enough. That's right. We really struggle with the cross being enough. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say, yeah, you know, we got to give, give people more than just Jesus. You know, we got to give them more than just the Bible. We got to <laughs> give them more than just God. I'm going, is there really more? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what more can we give? Business. Yeah. What more can we really offer people? And so we, we don't really have that faith, that trust. And so... In many ways, in these moments, right, even as ministers or those of us that are counseling people, we find ourselves going, you know, I'm just saying the same old story. People want to hear something different. You know what? There is an old, old story that people still need to hear, right? That a Savior came from glory. That's right. Uh, He gave his life. You know, on Calvary, right? To To save save a wretch wretch like like me. me. I tell you what. That's a story we need to keep telling. And I tell you, sometimes we don't believe it's enough. And we want to trust in other things. We want to believe in other things. And you notice when all this goes down, Moses goes, yeah, I got to go to God. And God says, well, here, here's a tree. Which you're right. Makes no No sense. sense. No sense. The tree, the cross, it makes no sense. In fact, it's foolishness to some. That's right. To those who are perishing, the cross will be foolishness. It will never be enough. They need something else. They really want to put their hope in, you name it. That's right. Political leaders, sports figures, something other than Jesus. And I think these are the moments when we are, as Christians, 
we are being tested. God wants to say, listen, I want you to know what's in your heart. And Amen. I want to know what's in your heart. Do you really, really trust me? Man, that is good stuff. And I think that is really kind of the perfect place to land this podcast. Yes. That is something to marinate on and to think about uh, because I think no matter where you're at in your own walk, there's something being brought out that needs to kind of go, okay, what would happen if I was to bring this to the cross of Christ? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, again, the cross is enough. That's it. And so... Thanks so much, Vince. Today was an amazing day. There, day. Uh, there is the rallying cry that we do this so much more often. We'll have to process that together. But, uh, man, great job today. What a fantastic service. Awesome. Good day, everyone. All right. See you next time.